Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Welcome to the Creative Habits Podcast, where we talk all things art and sometimes dive into important matters that impact our world today. I'm your host, Phil, and along with me is my co-host, Indigo. Today's episode is going to be quite interesting as we delve into a hotly debated topic. Recently featured for the third time on NPR, which sparked our curiosity to share our own thoughts and opinions. We're going to talk about the ethics of space exploration. Billionaires have access to space and it's currently having us question the ethics of space exploration. This is definitely a topic that has been making headlines recently. And we thought it would be a great thing to bring uh, both sides of the argument to the table. We'll be identifying the pros and cons of space exploration. While the private space race has definitely been exciting to follow, many have raised concerns about the ethics of space travel, particularly when it comes to those who have the means to actually go to space. Is it ethical for a billionaire to spend so much money on space travel when there are pressing issues on Earth, such as climate change, poverty, and social inequality. On the other side of the coin, there are those who argue that space exploration is necessary for the advancement of human civilization, and that billionaires should be free to spend their money as they see fit. Space exploration has been a topic of debate for many years. While some believe that it is a waste of resources and funding, Others argue that there are several benefits to space exploration that take it a vital investment for the future of humanity. First, we will identify the advantages and benefits of space exploration. Space exploration provides us with an opportunity to learn more about our universe. Since the first space mission, humans have been able to explore and gather information about the planets, stars, and galaxies in our universe. This gathered knowledge has resulted in numerous scientific advancements that have helped our help to uh, revolutionize our understanding of space and the world around us. Space exploration has sparked new technological advancements. During space missions, new technology is designed and developed to withstand the harsh environment of space. These technologies range from spacecraft engineering to the development of new materials that are more durable and resistant to extreme conditions. These discoveries can be applied in other industries, resulting in the creation of new products and services that benefit society. Space exploration often involves international collaborations between countries. These collaborations not only allow countries to share resources and funding but ultimately break down political barriers and help to promote peace 
through this cooperation, um, countries can share knowledge and expertise and work together towards a common goal. The search for extraterrestrial life is a significant motivator for the space exploration. The possibility of discovering life beyond our planet provides a new network for understanding not only our universe, but also the very origins of life itself. Finally, the preservation of our planet comes to focus with space exploration. It gives us an opportunity to understand the effects of climate change and pollution on a larger level. The benefits of space exploration are vast and far-reaching. While some challenges come with space exploration like high costs, advantages such as scientific advancements, technological innovation, global cooperation, and search for extraterrestrial life outweighs them. The investment in space exploration not only benefits humanity, but also provides an opportunity for us to learn more about the universe and our place in it. Space exploration is a fascinating and innovative endeavor that has captured the imagination of people all over the world for decades. However, the idea is not without its downside. In fact, there are several cons to space exploration and the involvement of billionaires. For example, the cost of space exploration is astronomically high. NASA's budget in 2020 was $25.2 billion uh, U.S. And with the increasing involvement of billionaires such as Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, in the space race, this number is only going to rise this means that the tax dollars are being spent on space exploration and some people argue that the this money would be better spent on solving problems here on earth such as poverty and hunger Mm -hmm. many people believe that space exploration is a luxury that only the wealthy can afford billionaires such as musk and bezos have invested billions of their own money in space exploration, launching their own rockets and creating their own space programs. This presents a problem as these individuals may not have any formal training in science or a connection with NASA, and yet they have access to technology that can potentially cause harm. Some point out that space exploration is not without environmental impact. Launching rockets into space creates pollution in the form of greenhouse gas emissions and when the rockets return to earth their fuel can contaminate the surrounding land on the other hand there are valid arguments in favor of space exploration for one it has led to numerous scientific advancements in areas such as medicine and technology Additionally, space exploration has inspired countless individuals to pursue careers in STEM fields, which can only be beneficial for our future. Ultimately, the involvement of billionaires in space exploration presents both pros and cons. While the cons certainly cause for concern, it is important to recognize the potential benefit that space exploration can bring to humanity and to continue to hold those involved uh, accountable for their actions. 
So what are your thoughts on um, space exploration, especially when um, the topic is actually focused on billionaires? Before we get into that, I just want to acknowledge that we both killed that. Me being dyslexic. I just read the <laughs> fuck out of that shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I think that space exploration is important. I think that they should find um, ways to go to go to space that doesn't really have um, terrible impacts in our environment. I think that a lot of the money that's being on the other hand of the coin, I think a lot of the money that's being spent to uh, go to space should possibly be used to stop to help poverty and 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 and. Um, underprivileged neighborhoods in America because it's it's been getting crazy but I don't know I think no no let me backtrack I think that private companies should go to space and I think that government money should help impoverished neighborhoods I mean it it is our taxes anyway so why not go to good I, I believe that I have an issue with space exploration, primarily um, with the involvement of billionaires. Um, because Why? I do agree with the the idea that sometimes because you have money, it doesn't mean that you can just do anything. Why not? You got money. A, oh, yeah. You have money, but it's like nobody... We all live on this planet Earth. Regardless right. of if you're a billionaire or not a billionaire. So you're willing to potentially like explore space and maybe try to move forward and seeing if you can actually have humans um, living in Mars without consideration of the potential risk. Mm. What if there are living things that we have not yet identified on Mars that don't want us there? So we are now inviting or opening up something that is also uh, something that could be dangerous. So if a billionaire chooses to go to Mars and get eaten by an alien, that's one less billionaire we have to worry about. That's true. But what if they can track or trace where we came from mm. and then want to, you know, do something? <laughs> However, I also feel like it's almost like colonization all over again. Yeah. Why do we have the right to be somewhere where nobody invited us to be at? Right. I mean, you know, ontological expansiveness. People um, want to explore the unknown. You know, we more we know more about space supposedly than we know at the, uh, what's at the bottom of the ocean. You know, and um, I think that it is important. You know, um, to create jobs for, you know, people, smart people. You know, to open up those. Um, those skills in a diverse way. You know? I, I agree with you. And the key word is diverse. Sometimes I often feel like certain people that have access to space are those who have access to money and those who have access to money are of a certain demographic or a certain class of, you know, like... I wonder how many... Uh, minorities work for tesla or you know are in high positions in in amazon i don't know the numbers or the facts or anything like that but i'm pretty sure they got a couple in there maybe yeah i get that but um 
I don't know. There's something ethically immoral about it. So you think we should just stay on this planet forever? I don't think that. I do believe that science is a great thing. Exploration is a wonderful thing. But I don't think that there's an ethical identification of how we can approach a space without colonizing or without influence. We don't own everything, you know? I get it. (laughs) When I think of, like, space travel and, like, a a galactic federation, you know, like um, Star Trek, for example, um, Mm -hmm. one of their rules were, okay, we're going to explore space, but we won't do anything to influence um, entities that are not as advanced as us. We are just go over there, see what's going on, watch. That's a great example. Boom. And then... Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek. But Star Wars is the opposite of Star Trek, where you actually were coming to colonize a space that already existed. I don't think we did. Rather than Star Trek, well, yeah, where yeah. it's like you're going and accepting that there are other living things, but you're not going to impose your way of life on them there's an equal plane yeah i see what you mean but what i'm saying is that i think it is important to go out there and explore what's going on you know especially because we have um so many questions on is there life outside of what we see here we're seeing a lot of like ufo information or whatever they call it now that's being disclosed about the government maybe it's like black ops projects where they're um working on secret things but they're just using a different um name for it i don't know but i think it's important to go out there and 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 see what's going on i agree the same way they might be doing the same um you know approach in discovery i think of the story that we spoke about a long time ago or that was reported of these aliens that um, came to Zimbabwe right. and they were telling us how in the future it's not looking good the way that we're treating our planet right right so it's like they were already advanced in knowing or could telepathically communicate with us they didn't intrude they didn't hurt the kids they didn't do any of that they didn't like bring their you know Colonial, <laughs> colonial mindset no. into the area. They just came to warn, or they came, you know, to kind of reach a certain group of people. And I also think they probably intentionally reached children rather than adults because of the innocence. Of Not only that, but we forget that children will be adults, and they will have these different positions and exactly. and, and grow up and influence the planet. You know, my only thing about that is. It's hard trying to um, stop this train, mm-hmm. you know, this this train of the government and businesses and all this other stuff that's really fucking up our planet, for lack of better words. But I think there, I think the main problem with this is that Elon Musk, Tesla. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, they're doing this with a business mindset. Business is about how much money you can make and making your shareholders 
happy and how to i think the main thing is going to, for them is going somewhere and learning and and trying to figure out how they can exploit a different uh and that's thing. a very dangerous thing yeah it's dangerous you know um but i think we should as a society put rules in place that doesn't make that happen you know and that's the topic of discussion and the debates that have been occurring recently about what is ethically the correct way to approach space exploration because you do have the musks you know you do have these very wealthy people mm. exploring a space because they have the finances to do so well, whereas quick, my bad i'm sorry to cut your, your your wisdom but what do you think is an ethical way to explore space and planets and stuff out there I think we have to remove ourselves from finding financial gain. Mm. I also do believe there's been an urgency. There's always been a curiosity for space exploration, but I think the urgency now is because there is a clear um, indication that the earth may, may, you know, collapse at some point, Mm. or we may not have the resources to sustain everyone on this planet, or we cannot survive the extreme weathers that are occurring right now that are causing different ailments or pandemics and things like that. So I believe that those that are financially able to do so have the opportunity to see what's in space in case they do need to leave Mm. and colonize a space or or end up having to live in a different planet because the earth is in a space that we are able to function comfortably. So they're looking for somewhere else. And I, I believe like the moment that you're doing that, you're unable to really see or understand a space or learn about a space or to investigate a space to see if there are other living things or to see if it is safe for those people to live there. Mm -hmm. But you have this urgency because you have the money and the means to do something. It doesn't mean it's ethically right to do so. I do believe that laws have to be set in place. And I do agree with you that it is a financial, you know, gain or like something that's not being thought out. Whereas NASA, it's always been about science and the research behind. I don't know about that. Well, the research behind scientific spaces and, you know, being able to see what's next. But politics or not, I do feel like there should be a level of understanding of what we will definitely not do. So, for example, before you say you have returned. Um, when I was writing my dissertation, when you do research, you're supposed to ask permission and share exactly what your research is going to be based on and how you're using people's information. Because there was a time when people would just do research, like you know the syphilis experiment, where you're not disclosing exactly what you're doing to people for the sake of science or for, for the sake of whatever you're researching. And that's morally incorrect. So finding a way to kind of like be able to do things without affecting other people who didn't ask to be involved in that. Because if you're exploring space, like you never know how it's going to affect everybody else here. Right. Have you ever heard of the Dryas Impact Theory? What is that? So um, I forget this guy's name, his first name, but his last name is <laughs> Granham. Yeah. And um, he did a lot of research um. So it turns out that civilization, 
human civilization is a lot older than what the textbooks say. Um, maybe 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 years. And structures like uh, the pyramids, mm -hmm. um, Guadalupe Tepe, um, are a lot older than what we um, think they are. Um, their structures under the Sahara Desert that we haven't explored because the terrain is is extremely um, harsh and you know it's it's hard to um, excavate those such things. But um, the theory is that the Earth goes through cycles, and the latest, the last cycle um, that happened maybe about six to ten thousand years ago. Um, meteors um, hit the planet that caused uh, uh, catastrophic catastrophic events. Mm -hmm. So people, um, the ancients in Egypt were thriving. They were they were surviving. They were extremely techni technological uh, technologically advanced. You know, way more advanced than if not as advanced, but way more advanced than we are today. But meteors supposedly hit the planet, which caused floods and um, all types of different things, you know, that, that pretty much um, took out a large population of the planet. I think only like maybe 7 to 10% of the planet, uh, people on the planet was, was left. So... If the earth goes through these different cycles where it's extremely cold one moment and we get a, a global freezing and then we get um, it becomes extremely hot one moment and we get a, a global warming, um, it goes through these cycles. Do you think that it's important to at least um, flirt with the idea of going to space if another catastrophic event happens? Which it will, more than likely. I'm thinking that I probably would just die on Earth. <laughs> the way we're going to die? <laughs> Go to space, we're going to die? On, on no, Earth, I'm, die? I'm saying either way, but I'm like, I, I would feel more comfortable being destroyed with the planet. Because mm. we got ourselves here. <laughs> I mean, know? the planet isn't destroyed. It's just like a large population of plant. Uh, animals people and all that just just passed away mm -hmm. but i'm just saying like if there's a chance for us to survive more than seven to ten percent of the human population what if we just had like a space station on on outside of the planet you know until you know the earth heals itself and it gets better like i'm not saying go somewhere and colonize a whole new planet or go to mars and terraform it so we can live or or the moon i'm just saying like we should have for example if the apartment god uh, god forbid if the apartment caught on fire we have to have uh, a plan to go through the exit doors you know what i mean like it has to be an escape plan just mm -hmm. for an emergency i get that but there are certain factors i think about there was a film that we watched once where um you know the world what there was a, like an army getting occurring mm. and there were people like leaving and going elsewhere where earth wasn't being destruct 
destructed or it wasn't falling apart. However, no one that was sick was allowed to go in that spaceship or like right. whatever was transporting people. So there are factors. Like I feel like how our world works, how Earth works, there are certain factors where not everyone gets granted the opportunity to leave. So <laughs> nine times out of ten, we wouldn't be the ones that are chosen because of our financial status. I'm, it always works that way. Like I feel like morally unearthed, where it's like, especially the United States, where it's like you don't really get an opportunity to leave, and you kind of like, for example, Katrina. What happened in Katrina? Of course, people wanted to leave, but can you afford? Can you really afford to leave? Can you really have the people that you want your whole family to leave? So if only the elites are allowed to escape, only the elites are allowed to escape. Mm-hmm. Who would they profit from? Each other? There wouldn't be that space. I, I think that's that's what I think is what's going to happen. I believe like those that have enough money to leave are going to leave. And then they'll create their own society or way of life with that in mind. I don't know what that may look like, but I don't think they're going to invite everyone to mm. be on Mars. That's it's, a possibility. It's a I think, it, uh, what was it, District 9 we was watching? I think that was it. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, where they had like a space station and up in the sky and everybody. Either way, all I'm saying is that if there was a slim chance or a slim possibility, I know how the, the <laughs> elites are fucked up or whatever, whatever. You would go. If there was a slim possibility, because I doubt it happened in our lifetime or mm-hmm. when Junior is an old man, but if there's a slight possibility for our line to live on, who knows that... Our bloodline won't be elite in the next 100, 200 years. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's facts. That's true. So if that, if there's a slim chance or a slim possibility for our great-grandchildren to, you know, go on the space station or go to the moon or go to Mars and, and live um, perfectly, that will be great. Mm-hmm. And we always have this... Um, this 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 um what's the word I'm looking for this um dystopian future that everything is going to be so fucked up in the future and people won't be what if the whole point of Star Trek is right two hundred three hundred years in the future we figure out how to um get past racism and classism and 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 and. We figure out how to feed the home. Like everyone is living blissfully, you know what I mean. That's the only real way we can advance as a society if everyone on the planet is on equal terms. And once they figure that out, that's when innovation just sparked up because you have nobody who's poor. People in poor neighborhoods now could be scientists or you know doctors or engineers or people who can build rocket ships that can go past uh, faster than the speed of light like when everyone is on an equal playing field which i'm hopeful and i think will happen in the near future i think that um corporations will matter and peace and innovation and, and science will will be important you know and i think we will show the initiative and, and, and explore space sometime in the future. I love that and that sounds so sweet and kind. But nah. I don't think about that when <laughs> one of my students threw fireworks at me. But yeah, that would be a lovely thing to think and that would be wonderful. And I absolutely think it's true. 
there is a potential for us as a human race to be able to come together in that space or in a new exploration of a different planet mm. because it's now not against each other it's going to be against whatever else is on the other side what if aliens if really what if aliens really did come right and they were a destructive race more destructive than we are towards each other do you think racism classism and all these other isms will matter will we fight together or or die individually that's a great question and i hope we would do what is right and i hope we would do the right thing instead of the dumb thing which is to continue fighting mm. and having issues with one another which is the same thing i think about where it's like we have the potential for those that like blame their situations on anyone besides themselves or not want to recognize that racism exists or not want to like I guess, do the best that they can in class because they feel like they're not worth anything. Mm. If you really kind of see the big picture of something, yes. That's a great way of seeing that, you know, you can be able to work together to meet a, a goal or be able to explore a new planet and understand the moral ethics of something rather than just being like, oh, well, I have all this money. I'm just going to go on this planet and mm. do what I want to do. Mm. But actually thinking, okay, well, if this is the situation of Earth, how can we transport all these people? How can we do that equally? How can we make sure everybody has a space on that planet? Mm. It's funny to me because I, I watch a lot of science fiction. I read a lot of like science fiction type books and comic books or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And just to think about and imagine the type of civilizations that's out there, some civilizations that's still in the Stone Age or mm -hmm. some that just hit the Bronze or the Iron Age or even civilizations that's that's like way older than us, maybe 100, 600, uh, 1,000 million years older than us that's so advanced that they seem like gods to us, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, where do people go when they die? Do they go on another planet, or where are you going? I don't know. I and won't find like out for so a very long time. Yeah, and it's like there's so many different things that we can think of, which is wonderful to explore space and to see, like, if how we relate as humans on this on this planet to other, other living things, if they are living things in other planets. Mm. And can we actually survive in that space? Yes, we can research places like Mars all we want, but do we really know what it's like to be in that space as actual humans? I think some of us do. Look at the Dinka tribe. They have exactly. descriptions of star systems that they had like like stories of for thousands of years and and, and Western civilization is just figuring that out. Um ancient Sumerias, uh Sumor, they had um depictions of our galaxy Six or seven thousand years ago, carved on stone of our galaxy, right? Before telescopes were even invented, like who's to say that we haven't already been there or that we've come from there and just landed here and Thank forgot you. about it? That was something I also wanted to address. Where it's like it's unfortunate what colonization has done because you never know in history from different cultures and the diverse group of human beings we have on this planet mm. where it's like what if we have had an opportunity to explore what if like the discoveries of scientists and nasa have already been researched before 
what if we have already explored these spaces and we did it in a way that didn't affect our common, you know, living space here now? I think it seems like it's been done before, but it's like, yeah, in a respectful manner. But we will never know because all of that information is not available. I think that a lot of the information that we're discovering today or have discovered over the last 400, 500 years or whatever has been there, but we forgot it. Mm-hmm. I think that in 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 Hindu religion, right? Um, their stories, I forget what uh, I forget what the exact stories were, but in one of their oldest books, they speak about um, beings, gods who had wars mm-hmm. on um, in the sky, and they were like the basic descriptions of what they were flying in was basically flying saucers and one of those gods um basically hit the nuke button on an area and um just fried everything killed everything off and the same area that they had in the store they found and the ground was crystallized in a sense. You know how when you uh, heat up sand and it turns to glass? Scientists went to that space, found residue of, of, of um, radiation, and it's glass, but it's like over like 100,000 years old. I mean, don't quote me on my numbers, but it's extremely old. So those stories correspond with the science that's been there. Um, Native Americans talk about um, uh, 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 sky gods coming down to, you know, chop it up with them. And they look like ants. Um, just like different stories all over the world. Uh, ancient Sumer, uh, the Anunnaki came down um, to get gold to line their atmosphere because they tore up their planet. And they manipulated the gene of an ape or some type of thing that was our early ancestor to have us dig out gold for them. And then we rebelled and it was a, a, maybe a, a, a war for a very long time and they left. There's so many stories across the planet, all across the globe, that are very similar and correspond with each other. Me personally... I think that we were um, explorers because we we still don't know what happened to the dinosaurs. You know, they died over a million years ago, but there's evidence of them there. They say it's a meteor. They say it's that. I think that we found a planet that we was habitable for us. Our ancient ancestors found a planet was habitable, excuse me, habitable for us. We took out the dinosaurs, terraformed the planet so it suits us. We landed, had a very long time to develop, create pyramids, um, stargates, all types of different woo-woo shit. A cataclysm happened. And we forgot all that information and all that science and all that math. And we had to start as, you know, from the ground up, from cavemen and, and then redevelop. That's just my theory. <laughs> That's just my theory. Yeah. 
we can have plenty of theories, but I do feel like the most ethical way to explore space is to allow all to be able to explore space. Mm. I remember that the Americans had an issue with China exploring space on their own. Or another one was Russia. Competition. Competition, but it's like if if we all live on this planet and have different views, right. why can't we be allowed to do that? Or maybe come together with our different views and figure out a plan. Right. It always has to be some sort of competition and not that blissful idea that we can work together to actually explore a different space or a planet. That's why I believe it's dangerous because there are so many different ways that you can go about it and people allowing that to happen. Why not have a united nation of space exploration where all continents are included in the conversation or decisions as to what to happen? Vote on it and do it equally. Then we will have to figure out how to learn, how to learn to work together. You know, I think one of the major reasons why we are in the predicaments that we are in, right? A lot of our leaders that we vote into office or, you know, dictators are oligarchs or whatever they're not on the front lines when they send people to war you know what i mean they're if there was a rule that if you wanted to start a war with another country you as the president of Z country you and your family members have to be on the front lines <laughs> fighting along with your countrymen if that was a specific rule where they had to get their hands dirty None of this, none of this will be happening right now. No, it wouldn't. Um, and I'm also believing that until we can figure out our own shit on our own planet, there should be no reason why we're fucking it, um, going out there or messing with other spaces because we're gonna fuck it up. Yes, exactly. Nah. That's my fear. It's just like we have so much stuff happening here, but we want to go to another a planet. The same way I'm like, you're giving so much money to a country, like billions of dollars. I understand that something very catastrophic happened to Ukraine. But there are so many things happening in our own country right now that we have not addressed. And probably never will. And we'll we, never will. But if we, will we keep, keep voting people treat, in. Like, exactly. But keep treating other countries like they have. You Oh, poor Ukraine, poor this. But it's like we have situations here where it's like we can't even afford. Well, we can afford to address it, but we choose not to. And we look outside of ourselves. Hmm. If that ain't the biggest gaslighting move ever, it's like... I mean, it starts shit. with the people that we vote in the office, you know what I mean? They, they, but what if people don't vote? Right. Then they'll just take over with military rule. But what I'm saying is that <clears throat> we as a people have to wake up and see what's really going on and not just follow the same old rigmarole. Wake up. Right. But I think that it, I don't know, I, just the insightful person to me who loves um, sci-fi, science fiction, films, and movies, books, that yeah. sense of exploration and seeing what else is out there. And We know that our planet is extremely beautiful, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of beautiful things outside of our planet, you know. Um. I think the whole point is like we really want to know who, what God is. You know what I mean? If we're one of God's creations, to me, it will make sense to um, explore and learn everything we can mm -hmm. 
in order to to get closer to the creator. I I love how you said that, and I absolutely agree. But my approach is that when we say we, it's like we live in a system where what is imposed on us is how we have to think or believe. Mm. So, for instance, we could have all had a, a, a curiosity of what's out there or what we're doing. But it's like we have to do it on these billionaires' times. We have to do it on NASA's time. If we were truly free and had the freedom to explore spaces, you and I could be like, we want to go to space tomorrow. Mm. Make it happen, NASA. But yeah. we don't. Like, we have to either pay for it. I've, I just recently heard that um, you can now pay $150,000 each to get married in space. Let's get married in space. Run up that money. That's $300,000. That's a nice little house somewhere. <laughs> so right above space, you can have your own wedding for $150,000. Like, what can top that? It can't, but who has $150,000? Picture just the, the pictures we can get out there just floating around and out in your wedding dress and my tuxedo just floating in on, on a space station somewhere. <laughs> I feel like you didn't hear me. I would love for that to happen. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> well, we were broke. <laughs> no, not even that. I would love for that to happen, but Elon Musk is not going to be like, oh, yeah, feeling in, in, in the going to go up into space. That's why we got to become billionaires. Listen to our podcast so we can get billions of dollars. Anyway, we we, we talking more, a lot about this. Yeah. And getting off topic and getting on back on topic and all that. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Phil likes to cut me off all the time. What? <laughs> hey, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Let us know if you want.